Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray Unleashed, sponsored by ExpressVPN. Surf the web with peace of mind. Sign up now at expressvpn.com slash unleashed. Well, anybody getting sick of the uh, coronavirus yet? Just a teeny bit. Just a little bit tired of it. Uh, It has changed society forever mm. in one way or another. It's just a matter of (laughs) figuring out how much it's going to change us. Yeah, I think a lot of the things we're going through are going to turn out to be permanent. Um, They're saying this, this might be seasonal. So does that mean you go through it every year? Probably not, because eventually they'll have a vaccine. Then you'll take the vaccine, and so you can go out and you can be around people and not get it. Right, that would be the the hope and the and the prayer that if this thing does turn out to be seasonal, that it comes back every stinking year. Of course, they usually morph too and get weaker. They usually get weaker rather than stronger. So there's that. Uh, but I feel a little bit like so it was Star Trek three, maybe sure, where uh, the Klingon guy that's been trying to kill uh, Kirk the entire movie. Um, the planet that the two of them are on battling together they're they're fighting each other as it's disintegrating around them is it gauron is that his name maybe that was just a quick google of star trek maybe. 3 oh no i'm told no down no. the hall rob okay. says rob rob will know because he he's snuffed star. me out he's a trekkie okay so uh, anyway so what happened they're on this planet they're fighting so they're fighting and the planet's disintegrating oh right? no and uh, the ground is collapsing right from underneath them. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert <laughs> for a 30-year-old movie. Spoiler alert. Uh, so the so the the ground itself is just disintegrating, and now there's a huge chasm. Mm. There's a chasm now. They're not shouting out across that chasm, but they're hanging on. Yeah. And the Klingon falls, and Kirk actually tries to save him whoa and rather than just be saved the klingon tries to pull kirk with him oh snap so kirk uh decides okay now i'm gonna kill this guy yeah (laughs) he starts kicking him in the face Uh and at the same time saying i have had enough (laughs) of you that's kind of where i am with COVID-19. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. It's sort of where I am. And honestly, know. we're the lucky ones, man. <laughs> it's a long we get way to, to escape our houses every day. I know. I uh, know. That's true. I I am sorry if you are stuck at home. And I am even more sorry if this has already cost you your livelihood. Uh, this oh, is a geez. mess, man. Yeah. It really is. And, you know, Congress obviously working on that. Um Uh, Yeah, the Senate uh, passed the bill, whatever the bill is. Um, I I think some details are out, but not all. Uh, And they passed it. The House is uh, considering it now. They're going to vote on it. Yeah, so it passed last night. Uh, Some of the fun details. Do we have some of the fun? Yeah, they're over there in your stack there. Uh, But but the House will consider this uh, Friday morning at 9 a.m. Steny Hoyer says that they're going to uh, get to work on that. Oh, we're not doing it today? But no. uh, And and the thing is, they're not even going to have like a regular vote. They're not even going to call the members uh, because they know that all the members aren't going to be coming back and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so they're just going to do a, a, a voice vote, and no one's going to be on the record. Uh, the Senate's on the record, ninety-six nothing last night. They they passed that, and the details, wow. you know, include yeah. And it's it's a two trillion dollar stimulus package. Mm-hmm. So it's a 
not that much. <laughs> you know, again, it's not a quadrillion. And remember, it's <laughs> I mean, it's more on. so with the uh, <laughs> with all the loans and stuff. So ah, anyhow, whatever. Yeah. What? Yeah, it goes up to six trillion with so, the loans. So you get uh, you're getting some checks coming your way. Um, uh, so key elements of the proposal. $250 billion set aside for direct payments to individuals and families. $250 billion. Uh, $350 billion in small business loans. And $250 billion in unemployment insurance benefits. And $500 billion in loans for distressed companies. Under the plan, individuals who earn $75,000 in adjusted gross income or less would get direct payments of $1,200 each. With married couples earning up to $150,000, receiving $2,400, an additional $500 per child. Uh, the payment would scale down by income, phasing out entirely at $99,000 for singles and $198,000 for couples without children. And this will be based on your 2018 taxable income. Hmm. So there we go. Now, I think this is... You know, we're, th- we're throwing free money at Americans, but, you know, we had a sweeter deal Bloomberg was promising, right? Or it could have done, uh, according to MSNBC, right? We could have gotten a million bucks each um, under his, uh, if you take all of his wealth and yeah. distribute it properly. Right. If you just take the money that he paid oh, his in campaign, uh, yeah. in campaign, because <laughs> he, he spent $500 million, uh-huh. right? And there's... 320 million <laughs> Americans. Yeah. So that's obviously a million dollars a piece. All right. So could've we could have done us. a lot better <laughs> under the MSNBC Bloomberg campaign funds plan. Judy in Pennsylvania, by the way, that's just a dollar fifty a piece. Okay. So don't get excited. It is? Yeah, just a dollar fifty. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brian Williams, he was really confident. He that, was. That, he was he was confident. Don't skip ahead here. <laughs> Don't do the math ahead of us. Oh. oh, okay. Well, I already. I'm sorry. I already have, and that doesn't add up to a million dollars. And I don't know when you get this money. I know originally, like a week ago, they were talking about April 6th <laughs> and May 18th were your two key days to check your bank accounts. I don't know how. I don't that's, think we're on that timetable anymore. I don't know what that's gonna be like now. But uh, there you go. Push back a tad. Uh, but yeah, some businesses are gonna get this, and you know, obviously the airline industry, which is hard hit. I. Uh, I I don't know if they're going to give money to the hard hit cruise industry, um, but I would imagine so. I, I, I yeah I don't know how they decide who they're going to bail out and who they're not going to. Well, one of the dangerous provisions in this thing, and I'm pretty sure it stayed alive in the final draft, was that if uh, if employees if you take this money, and you have employees that want to unionize, you cannot stop them. So this is one of those ways that the coronavirus is changing us on the other side. Mm-hmm. It's also conditional on not firing your employees. Mm-hmm. So you can't lay people off. If you take this money, they're telling you, okay, but you can't. We're going to give you this money, but you, you can't be laying off employees with it. Yeah, and, and yesterday, Lindsey Graham, uh, Ben Sass, Tim Scott, and Rick Scott all held a press conference because they saw something in the bill. They were like, oh, my gosh. Uh, this can't be right. We're going to pay people much more than they were making uh, while they were working. We're going to pay them much more unemployment. And they thought, they tried to give the benefit of the doubt. Oh, I guess it was a drafting error. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it wasn't put in there intentionally. And Lindsey Graham, I don't know if you want to play the video, he he held a press conference and he explained why they had to stop this. You yeah, want? We'll it. know in about an hour as to whether or not this is a drafting error. 
I hope they're right, but I'm concerned. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Under this proposal that they agreed to last night, mm-hmm. on unemployment, you would be making $24.07 an hour in South Carolina. There are a lot of jobs in South Carolina that do not pay $24.07. This bill <laughs> pays you more not to work than if you were working. Oh. Very few people are going to turn down a 24-hour dollar deal not to work. <laughs> to work for 15. If this is not a drafting era, then it's the worst idea I've seen in a long time, and I'm saying a lot given the fact we're in Washington. To my Democratic colleagues, I have been one of your strongest supporters for upping unemployment insurance. But I never in my wildest dream believed that we would incentivize people to stop working, to take unemployment, by increasing unemployment wages to $24 an hour. You never dreamed? Mm. Come on, please. Where have you been? What, are you born yesterday? So so at the 11th hour... They fixed it? No, they did not. They They, did not fix it. They put forth an amendment. And, of course, uh, Bernie Sanders... uh, mocked them and said something like, uh, oh, the whore, they're going to earn more money. So anyway, it mm. got defeated, that amendment. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. And it passed 96 to nothing. Oh, by the way, the Kennedy Center funds that we were mocking, yeah, Trump said that he personally signed off on that because they need the money. That was like a couple hundred million, 600 million, 500 million. That, that was hundreds of millions of dollars. Good stuff, For right? the Kennedy Center. Mm-hmm. Well, the president uh, says oh, he signed off on that personally because they need the money. That, uh, come on now. That's unbelievable. Here we are. Yay. Everybody gets something, right? Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but I anyway, I, uh, okay. there you go. So, so it passes the uh, Senate mm. 96 to nothing. You, you'll recall that Rand Paul, Mitt Romney, so Mike Lee. So with the provision that they make more money. Yeah. Than they would have uh, if they were actually working. Yes. That passed. Yeah, because that amendment got defeated. That's unreal. That's unreal. <laughs> okay. So, uh, But we did pass up, well, apparently we've passed up a really good idea from Rashida Tlaib. Oh, no. What did we miss yeah, out on? I, I can't believe they didn't put this all on hold yesterday in the Senate and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Rashida has something here that we really need to consider. Okay. Her plan... Would cost about $2 trillion. Here's what she proposes. <laughs> Sounds reasonable so far. Right. It's the same, <laughs> same amount of money. I mean, we've been down this road. That's old school. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to pay for it, though. This is going to be paid for by ordering the U.S. Mint to issue two $1 trillion platinum coins. So, <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to print up these... We're going to mint a couple of really expensive coins, each of them worth $1 trillion, and that will pay for... And then we put those back in the treasury after we give them the loan uh, of the paper money. <clears throat> the plan includes sending debit cards preloaded with $2,000 for everyone in the country, kids and adults alike. And then recharging every card with $1,000 per month until a year after the end of the coronavirus crisis. 
Oh, oh, because there's an end? You uh, just, you'd open the show saying we might have this forever. Right, but we're just assuming. We're assuming, okay. Okay, we're just assuming. Um, and so every person... I can't, man. ...in the United States would receive $2,000, and then another 1000 a month for a year or so. The debit cards could be used online, in stores, or to pull cash out of ATMs. Oh, and the government would require that all fees connected to the cards be waived. So your free money would be even more free than usual. You don't even have to pay at a foreign ATM. Uh, <laughs> and she promised her plan would add nothing to the U.S. debt. Instead uh-huh. of issuing debt, which uh-huh. we would not do. There we go. The program would be funded directly from the Treasury. Those, those coins that you buy, uh, yeah. the 1-800 numbers. Using its legal authority to create money via uh, coin seniorage. <sighs> which is a statutory delegation of Congress's constitutional power of the purse, she said. I, I, am, I am very sad right now. So her, bid, her bill uh, will have the Treasury order the U.S. Mint to issue the two $1 trillion platinum coins. And this getting traction? Uh, oh, are you a kidding me? A lot of people me? jumping people on board with this? love this idea. They love this idea. The Fed would then credit the U.S. Mint uh, $2 trillion and retain ownership of the two coins forever. Then the Treasury Secretary would sweep the newly created reserve funds from the Mint's account into the regular Treasury General account, and voila. This is a bad morning for the coffee machine to be broken down the hall. Money for everyone. <laughs> I oh, love this. Oh, no. I just, I mean, that's unbelievable. And then one day, uh, hmm. you're going to, is that coin, those coins going to turn up These, in like a coin shop and... A couple of experts sounded off afterwards. What did they say? And one of them said, okay, you're going to print these $2 trillion uh, platinum coins. They would each have to weigh over 50,000 tons in platinum. (laughs) (laughs) So they would not be in the uh, coin shop. (laughs) That's a heavy coin. Yeah, how much would you take for this this coin here? (laughs) A trillion dollars. One trillion dollars, yeah. No, seriously. How much would you take for this coin right here? A trillion dollars. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, Rashida, Rashida, Rashida. I'd be a little bit heavy in your pocket, the 50,000 ton, uh, trillion dollar coin. It, I'm not sure there's a lot of jeans. You know, you could put that in, the pockets would be able to. That's a James K. Polk fun fact is uh, the reason we had more paper money uh, when he was president. I have to look this up and verify it, but his wife would go shopping and she hated carrying all the coins around. Mm-hmm. James K. Polk stepped up and. Uh, and did paper? Yeah, something like that. I remember learning that fun fact during the Patent Stew days when we were going through that book. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so that, that would be a heavy coin. A heavy coin. And um, mm-hmm. this nation is... <laughs> We've got geniuses like that in office. She noodled that out, I think, all by herself. Has Minnesota had their primary yet, and mm-hmm. does she have a challenger? Uh, um, we'll have to look into that. I don't know. Well, it's uh, necessary. Yeah. Uh, all right, let me tell you about... Uh, Patriot Mobile. Obviously, we're in the fight for our lives right now, and a lot of people are trying to politicize this crisis, but most of us are just trying to stick together as a family here, and Patriot Mobile would like to help. So during this time of social distancing, uh, Patriot Mobile is helping Americans stay connected by reducing all their pricing for a limited time. They have plans that start as low as $25 with an unlimited plan for only $55. There's never been a better time to join the Patriot Mobile family. Call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Or visit patriotmobile.com slash pat. Use the promo code PAT for free activation and a free gift. Keep your number. Get a new one if you want. You can keep your phone or you can get a new one. 
and you get the same nationwide service. Everybody uses the same cell towers, and Patriot Mobile's no exception. Patriot Mobile was founded by freedom-loving Americans who share your values, and they provide you with an easy way to support pro-life causes, Second Amendment, religious freedom, and you could do that with every single call you make. 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash power. So, Pat, I, uh, I misspoke. You know, when I said, hey, when's Minnesota's primary? Of course, I meant Michigan um, with uh, Rashida Tlaib. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does have a serious opponent in the Democratic primary. Mm. And uh, this, uh, this person, Jones, only lost uh, 31 to 30 to Tlaib the last go around two years ago. Oh, wow. Would you like a fun fact about this uh, Jones character? Sure. Um, She's a really big fan of Louis Farrakhan. Oh, good. So that district is well served either way. Yeah. Oof. Oof, oof, oof. Do they have a serious uh, Republican contender in the general election? That would be uh, interesting to check into as well. Yeah. Probably don't have a chance, right? Yeah, don't be ridiculous. They probably don't have I, a I chance. I don't know yet. Uh, so, hmm, anyhow. Okay. There you go. Brenda Jones. Nice. Brenda Jones or Rashida Tlaib, pick your poison Michigan, whatever district. <laughs> I don't know what number that is. Uh, that's really pathetic of you. I can't believe you don't know oh, yeah? Rashida Tlaib's Michigan district. Okay. Really, really awful. Well, shoot. What kind of buffoon are you? Yeah. 13th. Uh, 13th. Okay, thank Lucky you. Lucky 13. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, Los Angeles mayor is uh, Eric Garcetti threatening to cut off people's water if they disobey uh, orders. Here we so, go. See, this like is that. this is these scenarios we've always talked about. Yep. What does it matter if the power company has direct access to a smart meter? What, are they going to turn your power off? Yes. Ta-da! No, you, you, you can't ina- imagine the scenario when it happens and you're in good times. But then when things get tough, you find out what those scenarios are, where they take control of things that they have no business controlling we are no longer living in a world of hypotheticals well it's just not america either if we can if you can do this kind of stuff like if i i mean they're they're threatening in chicago mm-hmm. another threat if you uh leave your house if you to go outside exercise, yeah if you just go outside you can be arrested man we were making fun of london or you know britain yesterday right with boris johnson saying you can go outside one time per day to exercise yeah and here in chicago so help me, you step foot outside. Where you're going to be arrested. We're going to haul you off. What? What? But these prisons, they have room to put these scoff laws. Uh, the, well, they do because they let a lot of the criminals Right, they're go. emptying them out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They let the criminals go. So now if you go out and exercise, they can arrest you. They had to make room for us. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. Again, this is why I'm asking the question. Are we, are we giving up our freedom for our safety? And are you okay with it? This is what we have to decide right now. Right now. Because it's happening. It's on. Are we okay with it? Uh, if we seek... Here's what the mayor said. Garcetti. Uh, this is the son of the guy who was the uh, L.A. prosecutor in, uh, in the O.J. case. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, Eric Garcetti, if we see continued non-compliance, they'll wind up facing misdemeanor charges, 
and the Department of Water and Power will step in and shut off their water and power, Garcetti said. You know who you are. You need to stop it. This is your chance to step up and shut it down because if you don't, we'll shut you down. Oh, okay. Thank you, uh, Fuhrer. Mein Fuhrer, I appreciate the, the warning. Thank you so much. <laughs> wow. Uh, calling such businesses that don't voluntarily shut their doors irresponsible and selfish. Garcetti unveiled the city's business ambassadors program. Neighborhood prosecutors will implement safety measures and contact non-compliant businesses before the city flips the switches on them. Wow. Yeah, that's nice of you. The easiest way to avoid a visit is to follow the rules. You will comply. Yes. We have ways of making you comply. Uh, I can't believe... I just... Can we see your papers, please? You're standing outside, Doomkoff. Do you have your papers? Uh, let me see. I'm somewhere here. Oh, no. You know what? I don't. I thought this was the United States of America. <laughs> I guess I took a, a wrong turn and wound up in... Uh, Nazi Germany or Soviet uh, Russia. I, I, where am I right now? I, I can't even tell. That's, but that's where we are. It's just really amazing. And it's because you might get sick. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to read this, but this morning somebody uh, sent me this article. The headline of the article from The Atlantic is, Red and Blue America agree that now is the time to violate the Constitution. People of... <laughs> people of no... Yeah, people of both parties seem rather okay wow. with undermining core civil liberties in order to fight the pandemic. And where was that? Where did you see that? Uh, it's the Atlantic. I have not I mean, read the article. That's just the headline. I'm sure they're, they're, uh, that's written from a positive point of view, that we should be okay with it. Okay, no. In the Atlantic, uh, I bet it is. Yeah. They're pretty liberal. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, we just got to comply. That's all. Just, just comply. Um, in Virginia, there's another one. Governor Northam making it a crime to assemble. An executive order issued by uh, Mr. Blackface, Virginia Governor Ralph Northam, makes it a crime for anyone to gather in groups of larger than 10 people, and that includes churches. Information from the Virginia Department of Health reveals occurrences of the virus in every region of the Commonwealth. Indeed, the data suggests that in several regions, there may be community spread of the virus. Now, we must take additional long-term action to mitigate the impacts. So, the executive order is that uh, gatherings of 10 or more people prohibited, closing all K-12 through schools rest of the year, all restaurants, all bar and dine-in services, um, and closing all recreational and entertainment businesses. Includes typical essential businesses like... Um, Exemptions include the typical uh, essential businesses like grocery stores, banks, healthcare providers, and pharmacies, but also it does include, in Virginia at least, beer, wine, and liquor stores, so you can still get drunk. I guess it's essential that you're able to get drunk in that, that well, time That was of a trouble. discussion well, last night on Twitter. It, it, that's yeah. an essential business. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it it, it is. Keep the masses quelled. And it actually is in Virginia, so there you go. Uh, but you cannot <laughs> assemble. It's a crime. Which is interesting because there was something called the uh, First Amendment, uh, Amendment, Amendment, 
Yeah, Amend. You get to brush up on that. I don't know what you're talking about. Fist am amendment. Okay. For, no, first amendment. That's what it is. Okay, I worked. I worked through it. Hmm. You just sound it out. Uh, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. Dot, 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 or dot. prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Okay. Well, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. Or right. abridging the freedom of speech or of the press. Or the, the right of the people peaceably to assemble. But now, look, you could read that so hmm. many ways. There's so many ways to interpret that phrase. Not really. Sure. Seems like sure. if you're if you're peaceful, you're not going to be violent. Uh huh. You can get together for any cause, anytime, anywhere. Okay. Well, that's your Virtually. definition. Yeah. Okay. It's not like the Virginia's definition is no, you can't. Uh huh. <laughs> so. I don't know. Nobody's paying attention to the Constitution right Not now. Not only would the Founding Fathers be wow. shocked by that, but oh they'd my. be even more shocked that it was happening in Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Isn't that ironic? <laughs> so ironic. Don't you think? Yes. <laughs> I mean, the very author of that document was from Virginia. Uh, and James Madison's got to be spinning like a lathe in his grave right now. Just mm. spinning. Because uh, this is, and we so easily gave it up. We just so, e they're just we're just rolling over and playing dead. George Mason would be spinning more, for the record. <laughs> James Madison, man, come on. He gets credit. George Mason, he's underrated. The yeah, end. but it was Madison that wrote the Constitution. Yeah, but George Mason With is Governor the, Morris, Governor Morris. Okay, but, but George Mason is the one who was like, I, we're not signing this stuff until we get a Bill of Rights. Yeah, and and so they took what they had in Virginia, thanks mm. to Mason. <clears throat> anyway, we're just now we're nerds, and now we're just uh, we don't even care what any of them did. <laughs> Mason, Madison, Jefferson, Washington doesn't matter what any of them did. We're not paying attention to any of it. Yep, and because we're scared. Here we go. I mean, it's not the Constitution isn't the law of the land. It's whatever it takes to stop the coronavirus is the law of the land. Yeah. And I'm sorry, that's not the way it's supposed to be. Not that, That's not the way it works in the United States of America. Uh, you can't just take these rights from people because uh, you think it's good for them. You can't. Uh, so, I mean, there's a process, you know. You can, you can change the Constitution. Nobody's done that. <clears throat> so... Oh, they don't have to. We just ignore it. Yeah, that's right. So six months from now, Pat Gray. So mm -hmm. what, what does that put us... Uh... Let's put us in. Let's just put us in October, October, twenty twenty. Mm -hmm. How are we doing as a country? Well, Better, worse, about the same. Like your uh, eye doctor. <laughs> that de that depends. That depends on where the virus is. It, de it everything depends right now on the virus, because if the virus is worse, uh, we're going to have zero freedoms by October. None. We would have. We will have absolutely used the Constitution as kindling for a fire. By October, if this thing keeps going exponentially like it has been. And is that your take also on who wins in November, just based on what the virus is doing? I don't know. I don't know that anybody blames Trump. His his approval rating's gone up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when we start hurting from the economic uh, downturn, maybe that changes things for him. I don't know. We'll see. This, this is a very... Because there will be pain from this. There, there's going to be pain. This, this is going to go down as one of the most pivotal years in America's existence. No question. And it's, 
it's taken just, I mean, it's, it's not like this is nothing, but it has a mortality rate of about 2%. It's like 0.6% in Germany. So somehow they've mitigated even the mortality rate. I don't know, I don't know how that's happened there. But it's not the most deadly thing we've ever seen, that's for sure. Right. It's not like Ebola. It's not like smallpox. It's not like the Black Plague. And it's it's this. It's a severe flu, and this is wiping out our constitutional yeah. rights. This, this is the, I think the coronavirus is really, I think it'd be better named the Rahm Emanuel virus. Because yeah. this is the crisis that they're not going to let go to waste in Washington, D.C. Yep. And we're not we're, we're not so much as putting up any sort of fight whatsoever. We're not even raising the objection for the most part. I, we just okay. We're gonna stay in my house. All right. I can't go anywhere. Okay. When's my check get here? I, <laughs> we haven't even we haven't even held out for that. <laughs> We've rolled over even before the check comes. Oh man. So I mean that's about as easy as it gets for a people who are pretty used to freedom. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. That's a good start today, huh? Yeah, it's fun. Oh, it's right. fun. We got a dog video later. Maybe we can get to that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we are making the apocalypse fun, yes. so we'll make sure we do that. Coming up here, <laughs> I'm Packer Unleashed. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, not to put too fine a point on this, but. It's not like this is something ambiguous. You know, some ambiguous little little known clause in some section of the Constitution that <laughs> nobody knows is there. I mean, <laughs> you're talking about the first amendment. Yep. Where it specifically spells out that we have the right to assemble, and that's exactly what they're telling us we don't have a right to do, and you'll be arrested for it. Yeah, as Steve 42 says, wow. it's no longer the okay. Bill of Rights, it's the Bill of Suggestions. Yeah. Yeah, don't hold us to this. I mean, the Constitution was ratified in 1791. It's been in in force 229 years now. And Ralph Northam can just eliminate it overnight. Huh. Huh. Without a vote, uh, without the federal action, he could just do that in Virginia and just eliminate it overnight supersede the constitution of the united states of america huh again huh i i, I wouldn't have guessed that <laughs> <laughs> i guess i should have but i wouldn't have and i didn't uh let's see we got some uh tweets in from notion mongerer it's like the president who notion mongers uh yes i am sick of the wuhan virus pat but not literally sick judy i said that because i don't have the virus booger <laughs> Tying in all kinds of topics from Covering yesterday. all the ground. That's fun. Uh, Texas Lori D. You know, hashtag Wuhan virus has gotten to Pat Gray Unleashed when he starts referencing the documentary series Star Trek. Yes, that's that's true. Yeah, that was a long way to the well. Um, <laughs> it but that, yeah, It did it? All right. Ish. Well, felt like it at the time. Uh, <laughs> Kristen, I'm in Connecticut. I've been working at home. Just found out one of my coworkers at the office has it. Yeah, oh, great. Excluded Wu handout recipient. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I think I'm going to be excluded of that too. That kind of pisses me off. I want some free money. I want. How come I don't get free money? I coined a phrase for this two trillion dollar bailout. I call it Wu handout. 
I like that. <laughs> we'll hand out. Kevin Davis uh, replying to Keith Melanek. So no coffee in sports. What's next? Right? I don't know. You don't want to know what's next. Because uh, yeah. we've never been there. That's for sure. And uh, I know mm. it'll be a dark day if I don't get some uh, caffeine and sugar in me. A guy from Ohio says, what if you had a child in 2020? Does that child not count? I don't think so. This is all your 2018 stats. Check your... Uh, it's not right. It's not That cost me 500 bucks then, right? Oh, wow. You had a kid move yeah. out? Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. No, I got kids moving back in. Oh, so wait, I got you now. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I had to do the math there. Keith math is slow, especially without coffee. Yeah, I've got uh, we got a house load right now. We just kind of kind of gathered all our chicks back under our wings. Oh, that's cute. In twenty eighteen, did you have any? In twenty eighteen, in your house? Um, uh, not, yes. Oh, yeah. so they're worth a little something. Yeah, yeah. you got a little something there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Also, Lord help us, the butt stupidity is spreading through Congress faster than the China virus is spreading around the world. No kidding. You know, and then we got people like Nancy Pelosi just flat out lying, just lying through her teeth. Uh, about if she can keep them in her head. Yeah, that's not enough denture grip. Maybe they were running out of that at the grocery stores. I don't know. I haven't looked. <laughs> Only one holiday <laughs> per customer, please. We, we can't get toilet paper, water, and we can't get denture grip. <laughs> Dang it, darn it, dang! Uh, all right, here's what she had to say, though, uh, about the the president. She's just flat out lying here. Outstanding. What is remaining that you want changed? Well, I'm not going to negotiate on TV, uh, but uh, the uh, I, I want to have a unanimous consent. I want us to be able to go forward, uh, not as... You know, it's not a bill I would have written in terms of some things mm-hmm. that relate to family medical leave, that relate to uh, uh-huh. worker protections, that uh, ruling on worker protections. But we that can be done administratively. We can find other ways. Mm-hmm. Not enough money for elections, et cetera, mm-hmm. at this time. Mm-hmm. All of well, everything we're suggesting just relates to COVID-19. Stop. It's not about making. Everything we're suggesting just relates to COVID-19. Just a flat-out lie. Just an absolute bald-faced lie. And we, we outlined a whole bunch of stuff yesterday that does not relate to COVID-19. Uh, I'm looking for that list here, and I can't, of course, find it this second. Um, but there were all kinds, of, all kinds of things that were completely unrelated uh, to COVID-19. A bailout for the U.S. Postal Service. What does that have to do with COVID-19? Student loan debt forgiveness. Required same-day voter registration. Ugh, that one. Airline emissions standards regulations. Stop it. That has nothing to do with it. Study on climate change migration. Collective bargaining provisions. Increased federal minimum wage for companies that accept government loans. And publication of race and pay statistics for corporate boards. None of those things are related to the virus. This is what colleges, this is the lesson they've learned. An abs- take a dime yep. of government money, then congratulations, you're beholden. Just a lying sack is what she is. Then you got Adam Schiff, who uh, who actually tells more of what the truth is. Uh, here's what he says about all the pork in the bill. Well, look, I think what they're really focused on is we want to make sure that we protect not only the health of the economy, 
but the health of our democracy. Okay. Uh, and for that <laughs> reason, right. we want to make sure <laughs> that we provide that people can mm-hmm. vote by mail and have early voting. Right. We right. saw the fiasco in Ohio. Uh-huh. We don't want that repeated. And I think what Donald Trump would like, what Mitch McConnell would like, is a situation where they can create a corporate uh, slush fund that they can do with as they okay, choose. Stop. I, I can't uh, take it anymore. <laughs> a trillion white-hot burning suns. A trillion white-hot burning suns. That's the passion with which I loathe him. Um, <laughs> a, this is not a democracy. Uh, and B, these things have nothing to do with the health of our republic. Uh, in fact, they have to do with bringing it down, and they know it. I mean, they're this, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to make us even with the rest of the world because we're uneven right now, um, and they want to bring us down to everybody else's level. And that's what they're, they've been trying to do this for years, and they're starting to succeed thanks to the virus and, and some uh, really radical people in office. 888-900-3393, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I, you know, that, uh, Republicans are on board with it. Uh, Democrats are on board with it. Do we know how uh, Mike Lee voted on this bill? Yesterday uh, he voted. Uh, oh well, ninety-six to nothing. Present. He didn't vote, did he? he yeah, is in that's quarantine. Right. That's right. He's in. There was rumor that he was going to show up in the hazmat suit. He obviously didn't do that, right? Well, I I'm just assuming he's still in lockdown. I'm assuming at ninety-six to nothing, he wasn't there because I don't think he would have voted for this thing. Um, but who knows? <laughs> I will try to find an exact know. count of the four that we're missing, uh, just to make sure. It must be the four. Must be the four that. You know, we've been talking about that we're in uh, quarantine. What, Rand Paul, Mike Rand Paul, Lee, Mike Lee, Mitt Romney. Hit. Who's the fourth? And then there was somebody else. I forget who. Uh, anyway, 96 to nothing vote. There's a lot of Republicans voting for that bill, for that $2 trillion bill. Lots and lots of Republicans. Every one of them who was there voted for it. Nobody's saying a peep about it. Uh, John Thune is not feeling well. Oh, he's not? So he's he wasn't there. And, yeah, we were right about the other three. Uh, but John Thune had yeah. the body of a Greek god. Right, you'd expect him to be able to power through. Remember what Arlen Specter had to say in his book about John Thune. I do. I was in the Senate bathhouse okay. when John Thune walked in naked as a jaybird. He had the body of a Greek god. There's a lot to address there, and it's not just on Arlen Specter. When you go to the gym or something like that, remember back in the days when you could go to a gym and they weren't just shuttered? Um, walking around naked as a jaybird? Don't care for that. I don't need to see anybody walking around naked as a jaybird. Pretty soon, though, he wasn't walking around. He got into the Senate bath. <laughs> we made tender yeah. love for the next there 14 days. 14 days? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's his book. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not an exact quote. I'm just paraphrasing a few It's lines, been a while probably. since you read it. It's been it. a while since yeah, I read it. Okay. Yeah, but I think that's close. Uh, All right, let me tell you about uh, Genesis 950. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you got to try Genesis 950. Seriously, this stuff really, really works. Mm -hmm. Before you consider replacing your carpet, Genesis 950 is an amazing pet stain remover, and it's made 
in America. So it's not going to arrive via Amazon from China. Yeah. And you're wondering, does this have COVID all over it? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. With water, Genesis breaks down the bonds of stains, so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet stains from carpeting and padding. It can be used in a carpet cleaning machine. It's so green. Uh, it's safe for your family and pets, even after you've used it. So you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to vacate the house for a while after you use it. If you're tired of pet cleaners that don't work, it is really time to try Genesis 950. One gallon of the industrial strength Genesis 950 can make up to seven gallons of cleaner. This is going to last you a really long time. Um, Genesis 950, not just for pet stains either. You can clean your entire house, bathrooms and kitchens, countertops, granite, quartz, uh, garage floors. It's great on oil and grease stains. Engines, wheels, tools. Before you try it, before you purchase a new carpet, you gotta try Genesis 950. It's available on Amazon.com, but if you order a gallon direct at Genesis950.com, you'll get a free spray bottle and discount using the offer code Blaze. That's Genesis950.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. 888-933-93. So, uh, Joe Biden. Some issues uh, developing uh, very quickly here. First of all, first of all, first of all, he claims to be a professor at Penn, University of Pennsylvania. Uh, he's an Ivy League professor. I didn't know if you if you were aware of that. And Joe Biden? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, he apparently uh, is telling everybody now that when he left the Senate, he became a professor at Penn. Well, wait, I, I thought when you left the Senate, you became vice president of the United States. Huh. Mm. Did you do both for a while? How did, how did that work exactly? But, uh, um, you know, mm-hmm. I, when I left the United States Senate, I became yeah. a professor oh. at the University of Pennsylvania. Yeah. And huh. um, I've spent <laughs> really? a lot of time, in, and the University <laughs> of Delaware has the Biden School there as well. Okay. So I spent a lot of time on campus. A lot, a lot of time on students, campus. But it's not sure. just. Okay. Um, no, that's not true. <laughs> he didn't become a professor at Penn, never taught a class. So, uh, no, he got wait. some honorary thing from Penn, uh-huh. but he wasn't a professor there. So he wasn't offered the the job of vice president and said, no, 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 no. no. If no. I'm leaving the Senate, I'm not taking the number two job in the land. I, I want to teach. Yeah. I have a love for students <laughs> no, he, learning. He actually didn't know. So uh, kind of strange. Wow, that's odd. Then he's run into some even more trouble. Uh, a woman who uh, was on his staff back in 1993, is accusing him of sexual assault. Uh, apparently, she went to deliver a gym bag to him. He called me in and said, I want you to take uh-huh. this to Joe. He wants it. He wants you to bring it. Hurry. Uh-huh. And I said, okay. And it was a gym bag. She said, you know, take the gym bag. She called it athletic bag. And, you know, she said he was down towards the Capitol and he'll meet you. This is Tara Reed, who was, uh, you know. A staffer. For staffer. In, in in on the Senate staff in 1993, and she so she grabs this gym bag that I don't know the manager, the campaign worker, somebody told her, somebody from the office said, "Take this to Joe." So she did, and here's what happened. And so I went down, and I was heading down towards there, 
And he was at first talking to someone. I could see him at a different distance and then they went away. And then um, we were in like the side. It it was like the side area. And um, he just said, hey, come here, Tara. And then I, I handed him the thing and he greeted me. He remembered my name. And then it we were alone and it was the strangest thing. There was no like exchange, really. He just had me up against the wall and um i was wearing like a skirt and you know business skirt but i wasn't wearing stockings it was kind of a hot day that day and i was wearing heels and i remember my legs had been hurting from the marble you know of the capital Mm -hmm. like walking and i so i remember that kind of stuff i remember like i was wearing a blouse and he just had me up against the wall and the wall was cold and i remember he it happened all at once the gym bag I don't know where it went. I handed it to him. It was gone. And then his hands were on me and underneath my clothes. And um, yeah. And then he went, oh, he went down my skirt, but then up inside it. And he uh, penetrated me with his fingers, whatever. And um, Mm. I, uh, he was kissing me at the same time and he was saying something to me. He said several things and I can't remember everything he said. I remember a couple of things. I remember him saying first, before, like as he was doing it, do you want to go somewhere else? And then him saying to me when I pulled away, he um, got finished doing what he was doing. And I kind of was pulled back and he said, he said, come on, man. I heard you liked me. Tell me that doesn't sound like him. Come on, man. I mean, that's Joe Biden. That's Joe Biden to a T. Mm. And it's that phrase mm. stayed with me because I kept thinking, mm-hmm what I might've said. And I can't remember exactly if he said I thought or if I heard, but it, it, it's like he implied like that I had done this. Like, I don't know. Mm. And for me, it was like every, everything shattered in that moment because I knew like we were alone. It was over. Right. He wasn't trying to do anything more, but it's, I looked up to him. He was like my father's age. He was this champion of women's rights in my eyes. And I couldn't believe uh, it was happening. It didn't see, yeah. it seems surreal. And I, I just, I knew, I, I just felt sick because he, when he pulled back, he looked annoyed and he said um, something else to me that I, I don't want to say. And- she later does say, we'll get into that uh, coming up here in a few minutes. Just uh, amazing and heart wrenching story about, um, a guy who could be president of the United States. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three, and a Pat Unleashed on Twitter. More coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome, great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Hopefully, you're enjoying your sheltering in place. Mm-hmm. Your uh, uh, mandatory. Mm. sheltering in place it's just really i mean it's a it's a mandatory suggestion okay <laughs> i mean it's not like uh well we're not even considering the constitution it's just um, but this is for your own good we just know better than you do okay so just stay in home in your house don't leave it for any reason i mean if you need food maybe you can go there for a minute but we're going to follow you there and back to make sure that uh, you're just going for food well let's say hypothetically uh-huh. someone listening right now Lives within the city limits of Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, and you're and they want to go out and maybe exercise. 
I, I, again, this is my hypothetical, yeah. but let's go with yours there. Well, you need to be arrested if you're going outside to exercise. You can exercise in your house. Can, you know? I, can I get my mail? Uh, ooh. Is, is it a gray area? Is it essential mail? I mean, I don't know until I go and check. <laughs> it could be a bill that's due. Seriously, we're losing our minds, man. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know because you're not supposed to go outside. I guess for any reason in Chicago, at least in the UK, when Boris Johnson made that announcement, you could go out once for exercise. Mm-hmm. You can you can go outside once uh, to exercise, and you go beyond that, then they're going to beat you with clubs and uh, arrest you and and put you in prison for the rest of your life. But I mean, you had it coming because you violated the once-per-day rule. Yep. And, uh, you, we yep. can't have that. I mean, we warned you. We have some uh, tweets here uh, from uh, Pat Unleashed. Lori D. tweets, uh, The mayor of L.A. has less of an ability to shut off water than Keith and Pat have the ability to shoot an archery target. All right. Yeah, yesterday was rough, man. That's a little unkind. Are you okay? Because uh, you injured yourself. If you, if you uh, missed I it. I snapped that. Uh, YouTube.com really hurt. slash Pat Gray Oof. as our isolation Olympics continued. That was uh, round six. It went away, but that left a mark for a while. Oh, uh, no. But yeah, it was, I yeah. was swollen yesterday. You want to see Pat injure himself. <laughs> if, you had, if you had money on me injuring myself, A, that's where the smart money was, but mm-hmm. B, you lost your shirt. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mr. Falcon tweets, I used to worry about herd mentality. I should have been worried about flock mentality. From yeah. scintillating duck. Seriously, you guys are so hung up on that first amendy thing. You know, there's twenty something more of those things that are newer, right? <laughs> <laughs> but they're all so old. Yeah, it is. It's true. There's like twenty six others that are a little bit newer than the first. Huh. Uh, essential motor oils. <laughs> tweets. Papers. Papers? We don't need no stinging papers. Mm. Actually, you do. Mm-hmm. We would like to see the papers. Please. Uh, just to make sure that you're essential, you know, uh, that you have a right to be out and go to work because only certain people can. You imagine, I mean, I, I was driving through some of the suburbs yesterday on my way home and looking at the parking lots of all of these businesses that are completely empty. Yeah. It's completely empty and shut down, closed completely. And you think, well, how long can they how long can they survive that? Yep. People are getting laid off uh by the thousands, by the hundreds of thousands right now. It's just it's really awful. I dared really awful. to drive um through a drive-through yesterday at a Pizza Hut and uh the wait staff was instead of inside serving customers, they were outside scrubbing the deck furniture at the Pizza Hut. Wow, bad man. Yeah, it is bad. Uh, and a lot of employers can't <clears throat> can't afford to just pay their employees indefinitely when they're not open. I, I don't know what's going to happen here. It's I mean it's, we're getting a it's going to be a bloodbath. And we got this bill, and uh, oh that now, now all of these companies mm-hmm. will belong to the federal government. Yep, and that's true. When you, when you trade off, when you accept the money, yes, you you are beholden to them now, and they can tell you what to do, just like they did with the auto industry years ago. Sorry, you're gonna make the uh, you're gonna make the Chevy Volt. 
<clears throat> you're going to make uh, millions of them. Well, I don't know that anybody wants them. Yeah, you're going to make them anyway. And they did. And now they're discontinued. Uh, from Steve, our constitutional rights are like the painted lines on the freeway. They only work as long as everyone agrees to follow them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, we were talking about <clears throat> Biden before the break and some of the trouble he's run into. He's got a really serious accuser right now. Uh, her name is Tara Reid, and not the actress, but um, a staffer on his Senate staff back in 1993. And, you know, you think, well, okay, why did she wait 27 years to come out with this? She, he, she says that he, he, she delivered a gym bag to him. He took her into some uh, out-of-the-way place at the gym in a stairwell or something, backed her up against a wall, uh, and sexually assaulted her. And then uh, she addresses what it was he said to her that she, at first uh, she didn't even want to divulge. And then he said, he, I must have looked shocked. And he grabbed me by the shoulders. I don't know how I looked, but I must have looked something because he grabbed me by the shoulders and he said, you're okay. You're fine. You're okay. You're fine. And then he walked away and he went on with his day. And what I remember next is being in the Russell building, like where the big windows are and the stairs by myself and my body, I was shaking everywhere because and it was cold all of a sudden. And I was, I don't know, I felt like I was shaking just everywhere. And I was trying to grasp what had just happened. And Do you want to share that thing that you said you don't, like you said, like, I, I don't want to say what he said, that thing he said to you. Took his finger. He just like pointed at me and he said, you're nothing to me. Mm. And then he, he just looked at me and he goes, you're nothing, nothing. And then I must have reacted. And I think he only said it twice. I said, but. I, but I just heard the word nothing and, mm. and I must've reacted because that's when he took me by the shoulders and he said, you know, you're okay. You're fine. You're okay. But then afterwards, like it kept replaying in my head. That's a believable story. Um, and kind of explains why she didn't come forward. She felt like nothing, felt like nobody would believe her, and he was a U.S. senator, and so uh, she dare not take him on. So, really, uh, really awful story. 888 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, also have, uh, we also have some of these, uh, some tweets that kind of show what's, <clears throat> what's going on in the world right now. Uh, and how we're trying to survive this COVID-19 thing. This one from uh, Pat Hid Perfect Fit uh, sent this in from, from his Kroger, and it shows a uh, an area of the grocery store. I, is this near the uh, pharmacy? Because no, it tells you where not. to stand and wait no, in those, line. No, man. Oh, it's at the, the checkout lines. Yeah, look at all those aisles. Yeah, okay. It's at the checkout aisle. got to stand feet apart from people. We can't handle this ourselves. We've got to have signs pasted <laughs> I mean, everywhere. Stand here. Stand here. Stand here. I have, I've been at Kroger in this area, and I haven't seen any of that yet. Uh -huh. They kind of leave it to you to kind of distance yourself from the person in front of you. And people are without being told where to... I mean, it's amazing that adult human beings can actually noodle that out on their right. own. Right, and look at, look at where those stickers are. It's like, I'm not going to stand any closer than that anyway. No, like, right. If you're up in someone's business in line, I mean, that's an issue in of itself on a normal day. Anyhow, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
but thank you, Kroger, for for uh, helping us figure mm-hmm. out uh, and, and social these, distancing. Right, some of these stores have signs on the door. Yeah. Yep. Uh, from uh, Pat Head Smirket sent this from a business in her town. Due to the coronavirus, okay. the CDC says people should stay six feet apart from each other. If you are feeling ill, please stay home and quarantine yourself. C-O-R-N space T-E-E-N. <laughs> what? That's embarrassing. Quarantine yourself. And quarantine, not quarantine. So somebody was has been listening to this the whole time and they thought, yeah, we should quarantine. We should quarantine right now uh, because that's the only safe way to do it. I mean, granted, when I was a kid and the weatherman would talk about the wind chill factor, I would, I went outside once and I and I checked to see how cold the windshield was on my parents' car out in the carport. I mean, <laughs> was, that was, was dumb. it cold? It was very cold. Absolutely, yeah. the windshield okay. factor was colder than the air temperature. I was about six years old, not making signs for businesses. <laughs> Hopefully, your parents got you checked. Uh, uh, more very, times, very yeah, than yeah. not. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we've got a, a salon. Yeah, I forgot uh, who sent this Getting one, into yeah. the spirit of the year 2020. <laughs> there you go. That's how you get your hair cut. You strap an umbrella to your body. Uh-huh. Cut out some places to look through the so eye holes. So you can see, and then you can get your arms through. That's dumb. And then you cut somebody's hair that way. I really hope that was a... I, I hope that's a joke. I really uh-huh. hope so. But you know what? Uh, quarantine. It may not be a joke. I drove by some, you know, fashionable salons yesterday, and they were some of those that uh, were closed. I, I don't know how a how does a salon stay open in this in this uh, epidemic period. I don't. I don't. I mean, I wouldn't want to be cutting anybody's hair right now. Would you? I, or have your hair cut by somebody who's potentially sick? No, I see what you did there. Playing games, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Like I need to go get a haircut ever, so I couldn't. <laughs> I'm not true. able to report. I'm sorry. Yeah, very true. <laughs> uh, also, some uh, some of our superstars are getting involved in what's going on today, and some brilliant minds are sounding off. <laughs> Britney Spears. Oh, no. Comrade Britney. Calling for the redistribution of wealth amid the virus quarantine. This is really good stuff. So she's thought this through. She appeared to have a politically charged message for her 23.6 million Instagram followers. Jeez. Uh, She shared a lengthy quote from an individual named Mimi Zhu that, among other things, called for the redistribution of wealth. Mm. During this time of isolation, we need connection now more than ever. Call your loved ones. Write virtual love letters. Technologies like virtual communication, streaming, and broadcasting are part of our community collaboration. We will learn to kiss and hold each other through the waves of the web. <laughs> we will feed each other, redistribute wealth, Oh no! strike. We will understand our own importance from the places we must stay. Communion moves beyond walls. We can still be together. Yes, thank you. Thank you, thank you Comrade Brittany. Appreciate that. Uh, she also captioned the post with communion goes beyond walls and then uh, she used three red rose emojis which has frequently been used as a symbol of democratic socialists uh oh Britney Spears Uh-oh. is a democratic socialist is oh, no. she redistributing her wealth I hope <laughs> it starts with you Putin 
Okay? It starts with you and the mansions that you live in. Uh, as soon as you redistribute your millions to people who don't have anything, uh, why then we'll all follow suit. Oh, she's only worth 59 million. 59 million. Uh, that seems like a light estimate. She's, I mean, she's got to have. She's been around for since the mid-90s, right? Late 90s? Making millions of dollars? Also, Jim Carrey is going to uh, grow a beard <laughs> until the Corona's outbreak is over. Uh, okay, that, that will do it. Jim wow. Carrey will look very different when the coronavirus outbreak is over. The actor uh, posted a selfie on Twitter on Tuesday declaring that he will begin to grow out a beard while social distancing at his home during the pandemic. Day one, I'm growing a beard until we all go back to work. Wow, that's what a... Until there's 0% unemployment? Yeah, what a powerful, powerful statement. Thank you, Jim. Oh, wow. He's going to post regular pics so we can marvel at the miracle <laughs> of his meaningless transformation. Awesome. That's great. Wow. Okay, well, it's about time that I shave mine. Another Jim communist Carrey. in Hollywood. Jim Carrey getting on the yeah. beard train. Yeah, that's for sure. Hmm. All right, uh, 888-900-3393. Then we have this genius, this absolute genius of the guy who went into a Walmart store. And eh, take a look what he had to Who's scared of coronavirus? Don't touch your mouth. That's uh, brilliant. I mean, that's... He licks uh, an entire row of deodorant on the shelf. <laughs> Why? What is the matter with you? Seriously, what's the matter with you when you do that? Uh, that's It's just sick and twisted and stupid. Show it one more time because uh, that went by really fast. You got to really soak in the stupidity here. Uh, <laughs> come on. Come on now. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? I wonder if his tongue smells better now. Having licked all the deodorant. Oh, it's the been shelf. deodorized, so yeah, it probably does. Mm -hmm. Then you got this uh, social media influencer named <laughs> Lars. Influencer. Love that word. Ugh. Well, he influences people. Does he? Yeah. Okay. And so he's an influencer. 21 year old Lars went viral this week after he got this from that girl that we showed last week. Remember that? She licked a toilet seat on an airline. So he decides, yeah, I'm going to lick a toilet seat, too. That's a really good idea. And he did. Okay. Oh, look. Oh, I'm sure this is the first time he's come into this bathroom. Here we go. This is really sick. Oh, my gosh. Careful it's a public restroom. This is gross. And licks. Ugh. So uh, that was it was really funny, I guess, and really cool and really hip, and got him all. Did kinds he influence people? And he influenced himself yeah. right into the hospital with COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah, is that amazing? So the guy goes in to make a big splash online and licks a toilet, a public restroom, and obviously didn't disinfect it first like the girl did. Well, we don't know that. Of course he did. I don't know. Oh come on! I don't know. Of course he did. He wants you to believe that was the first time he walked into that bathroom and the camera operator was just in there waiting for him. Well, he, how'd he get the virus then? Well, he Maybe from something else. Anywhere else. Yeah, Who knows? Could have. 
Still, but I hope he got it from that. I do too. Yeah, because that's just asinine. You're you're just a moron, uh, a buffoon. And there's a point where it's thinning of the herd. But the poor guy is now in uh, a hospital, sick with the sick enough at 21 years old, by the way, to be in the hospital with COVID-19. And what's his name? Lars something? Yeah, Lars. Lars the loser? Uh, yeah. Lars the liquor? I don't know. I, I, I don't want to give him any more credit okay. than that. Well, anyway. It, it got 90,000 views, though, before it was yanked off the internet. Good luck, Lars. Thanks for... Uh, it's not like our healthcare professionals aren't overwhelmed enough as it is, which they are doing right. uh, Herculean efforts around the world. Yeah, no kidding. And... You don't need to be just, why are we stupid? We are collectively the dumbest and the smartest at the same time. I'll tell you something you can do that's really smart, though, and that's to uh, order some Tommy John underwear because you're going to be really comfortable. Yeah, you are. You're going to be, it's the most comfortable underwear I've ever had on. Uh, When it comes to comfort, there's, there's underwear and then there's Tommy John, revolutionary clothing brand that redefined comfort for Americans everywhere, including me including Keith. Mm-hmm. It is awesome, and it's such great fabric, um, and it's just fantastic. The fabric, the fit, the function, the the three Fs that they give it. Uh, <laughs> Tommy John obsesses over every little detail and stitch by using proprietary fabrics that perform like nothing you've ever worn before. No wedgies. They have a no wedgie guarantee, in fact. Really comfortable. The stay put waistbands, um, a whole range of fabrics that are all really luxuriously soft, feather light, uh, moisture, uh, wicking, breathable, and uh, designed to move with you, not against you. Tommy John is so comfort, uh, confident in their underwear that if you don't love your first pair, you'll get a full refund with their best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. So, Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed. Get 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed for 20% off your first order. Pat Gray Unleashed. Got some tweets here at Pat Unleashed. Barclay tweets. Governor Wolf allows gun shops to reopen on a limited basis during coronavirus pandemic after several Pennsylvania Supreme Court justices urged him to do so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good. Uh, From Ted, been saying this for years. The reason women on the left assume that conservative men are pigs is because all of theirs are pigs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Michael E. Hoffman, keeping the sick home is quarantine. Keeping the healthy home is tyranny. Really good point. Uh, Wuhand over your freedoms? <laughs> how's, that, how's that Common Core working out for the quarantined students? Yay, government. Quarantine. And uh, quarantined. Uh, from Piltdown Posse. Tell Brittany. No, Putin. We need to be practicing socialism distancing. Mm-hmm. By the way, the, uh, the kid who licked the deodorant, Pat Heads are telling me that uh, he's been arrested Uh was it a terroristic threat or something like that? I don't know. What was a terroristic so, threat? Licking the... Uh, was it a terroristic the, threat? Yeah. And I guess uh, I, I was... Oh, wow. Uh, I, I don't know exactly what the, the charge was. The kid with was. the deodorant was... Let's see. Are you, the deodorant or the kid that licked the toilet? The deodorant was, guy. Yeah, the deodorant, deodorant guy. guy was arrested. I read that as well. Well, um, I heard... 
Judge Napolitano this morning talking about if you know you have this yeah. virus mm-hmm. and you're doing that, then that would be a terroristic threat. But if you're just doing that and not knowing, so I forgot exactly what he said, but it does make know. some sense. Yeah. yeah. But how so, are you going to know if they know? I don't know. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I came full circle fast. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, remember movie phone? Yes. Movie, you used to, you call this line and it would tell you the movies playing in your area. Mm. Uh, something that became obsolete, I don't know, 15 years ago upon the invention of the smartphone, probably. Yeah. But uh, it was once worth. A ton of money. Thirty-three million. They valued it at in 1999 when it was bought it, by AOL, I believe. No, in 19 in 1999, AOL paid 388 paid, oh, million. Oh, 383. million. Wow. 388 <laughs> million. Yeah. Then in 2018, two years ago, uh, Helios bought it for 23 million. So it had lost about and it just 90 percent of its value. It just sold for what? One million dollars okay. to an un- unknown buyer. Uh, is it even worth that now? Uh-huh. Seriously? So in two years, it went from twenty-three to one million. Wow! In uh, in eighteen years, it went from three hundred eighty-eight to twenty-three. I mean, that there's a business you don't want to be in. <laughs> that's that's going the wrong way, <laughs> boys and girls. That's, yeah, that's I'm, not good. I'm surprised Blockbuster didn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Right? I mean, they're, are they they're, in a position to well, buy anything? I mean, they're cutting edge. I'm not sure Blockbuster can oh, even buy a video I, right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blockbuster can't afford to purchase one DVD. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, or uh, one of those uh, VHS tapes. I don't think they could even buy those. Really? Yeah. Even in the bargain they, bin? No, they can't afford buy those. Buy for a buck? Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. 888 Much more to come. Yeah, we got uh, some sports news, right? Yeah. We got some important sports developments we, we got to get to. We do. Pat Gray. How would you like to have been the person who invented movie phone and have sold it in <laughs> 1998 for $388 million? And then uh, t- 20 years later, it sold for $23 million. Two years after that, $1 million. Wow. What went wrong there? I think we may have uh, figured it out. This uh, is a good example of what went wrong with moving <laughs> phone. and I went to see Channel with Jerry. With Jerry. Uh, with Jerry. Great. Great. Well, they went to the 84th Street. That's where I always go with Jerry. Hello, and welcome to Movie Phone. If you know the name of the movie you'd like to see, press 1. Come on, come on. Using your touchstone keypad, please enter the first three letters of the movie title now. You've selected Agent Zero. If that's correct, press 1. What? Uh, you've selected brown-eyed girl. If this is correct, press one. Why don't you just tell me the name of the movie you selected? Channel 
To find the theater nearest you, please enter your five-digit zip code now. Why don't you just tell me where you want to see the movie? <laughs> yeah, so that didn't work by, uh, I don't know, 2018. That didn't work anymore. Uh, I guess somebody <clears throat> moved it online and it, in 2014 they moved it online and it's still uh, I think it just points you to uh, buying tickets and so I mm. I don't know T- technology changed so quickly that uh, Blockbuster Hollywood movie phone those kinds of things just couldn't keep up and, yeah. and they were swept aside uh, like like the horse and buggy a little bit you know triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three added Pat Unleashed on Twitter uh, we have this whiny British girl who uh, <laughs> is having a tough time with sheltering in place because, you know, there's not a lot of restaurants open right now. And Layla. she complains. Layla, yeah. <laughs> where else do you like to eat? <laughs> Layla, yeah. Nando's is closed as well. <laughs> <laughs> we love Nando's. <laughs> and KFC. <laughs> Mm. And McDonald's. Oh, Chinese close too. Chinese is close too. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, a delivery place. Oh, deliveries. All the deliveries. What? You've literally got to eat mummy's cooking now. Oh! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Gotta eat mummy's food. Oh, man. Heartbreaking. <laughs> That's our kids today. (laughs) No fast food. Now you're just rubbing it in. (laughs) Where else did we eat? (laughs) Can't get no McDonald's. (laughs) I know. I'm really sorry. I want Nando's. I know. So do I. We could have had one more left. Uh huh. Yeah. Well. Wow. There's some of the uh, side effects of the COVID nineteen yep. pandemic right now. Yeah. So uh, no McDonald's, but uh, <laughs> Pat Head uh, Eliza Kelly uh, informs us that um, McDonald's is cutting back their menu because of the coronavirus. Really? Yeah. There's no longer going to serve uh, breakfast all day. They're not. Right. Why? Right. I. That's weird. That's the fallout from the coronavirus. Wow. I thought that was a big successful thing for them. Right. I I specifically remember 15 years ago, my dad and I got into it with McDonald's trying to, we were trying to order breakfast. It was like 1042. And they were like, yeah, we were going to switch. And they're like, we point up the menu, it says 1045. And, you know, it it got ugly. (laughs) But now it's an all day thing. Nope. Coronavirus took that away. But some good news, as Mm. pointed out here, um, salads going away. From the McDonald's menu. Wow. So that's a good... We found good news in the coronavirus aftermath. Good. Yeah, (laughs) I noticed at uh, Central Market where they have, you know, a big spread of salad and veggies and you can put, you know, all kinds of things on this. They took all of that out because obviously you don't want people coughing on the salad and then somebody getting the virus from the salad. So, yeah, they probably a case of nobody coming in there, right? Maybe that. How How busy was it? There's, you know, there were some people in there. Okay. There's quite a few people in there. Why are Dow futures down this morning, Pat? Uh, 
because that's going to happen okay. like every other day now at least. <laughs> every other day. Huh. The Dow's at 20,926 right now. Uh, so at least it, I think it went clear down to 18,000. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it was. And so it's back up a little bit, but now it's down, uh, you know, 0.46%. So we'll keep an eye on that as well. Oh, you know why? I think what just happened is I think jobless claim numbers just got released. 3.28 million weekly oh. job claims, fi- jobless claims filed. Yep, there we are. There's 3.28 million. There's your answer. Ouch. Oof. So even though the Senate approved the big package, yep. uh, the bailout stuff, $2 trillion worth. Yeah, but on the other hand, 3,280,000 people lost their jobs so, last week. So if companies start calling their employees back now that they can pay for them through these government... Mm-hmm. Gifts, yeah. Um, they can they leave though if they're on lockdown? Does that, does that just mean they got to work from home? Like, not all these jobs mm. are going to be work from home jobs. And oh, by the way, um, lawyers are warning you to unplug your Alexa if you're working at home, sharing company inside information and secrets that um, you're that I just accidentally said the name of the Amazon device sitting on your kitchen countertop could mm-hmm. be picking up. And they would be recording some inside information about your company. So just be careful with that. Interesting. Yeah. So anyhow. But, somebody, somebody thinks you'd never even think about. Right. But a lot of people are looping. They've got this, uh, I don't know if it's an app or whatever it is. They can just loop to make it look like you're really there as a part of the meeting. You know, and you can <laughs> make it look like you're just sitting there paying attention. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So you just don't want to be nodding when they say something like, I really think we should terminate Keith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good idea. So mm-hmm. anyhow, there's a lot of fun stuff there, but that that's the thing with, with all these job claims. If you can't get out of your house without being arrested, Chicago. Mm-hmm. You can't even exercise outside your house. And remember, we're not sure it's an unanswered question if you're allowed to retrieve your mail. Because it seems like the mailbox is usually outside. Yeah. Right? So you'd have to go outside to get the mail. I don't know. It's uh, it's a tough one. Maybe somebody from Chicago could call us, let us know if you could actually retrieve your mail. To recap, 3.28 million weekly jobless claims filed. Which is probably why the Dow is down 170 points right now uh, before it's even opened. Um, All right. Also in Australia, we've got a lawmaker. Uh, I'm glad we're getting back to this. This is good stuff because we said, you know, where are the good times? Where are the good times of the gendered language? <laughs> we need normalcy, man. <laughs> the personal pronouns and all that kind of stuff. Where is that? Let's get back to that. Well, now we've we've mixed huh. COVID-19 with the pronouns. Okay, the... so we're, we're working it back in. Yes. Here's the Aussie lawmaker uh, on the COVID-19 crisis. Let us not forget that COVID-19 is a gendered crisis. Mm-hmm. Nurses... Wait, what? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait. What? Uh, you lost me at sentence one. It is a gendered crisis. So does it identify huh. different? Okay. Like the... That's fascinating. Okay. Nurses, nurse aides, teachers, child carers, and early childhood educators... Aged, aged care workers and cleaners are mostly women. Well, yeah, but there's, I mean, there's other, there are 
plenty of men losing their jobs. The 3,280,000 weren't all women who lost their jobs last week. Wow. Is there more of this? Let us not forget that COVID-19 is a gendered crisis. Nurses, Mm -hmm. nurse aides, teachers, child carers, and early childhood educators, aged care workers, and cleaners are mostly women. They are on the front line of this public health crisis and carry a disproportionate risk of being exposed to the virus. Let's also not forget that not all homes are safe places. Quarantine or self-isolation at home will put women and children at risk. Women's advocates and domestic violence experts are warning us that domestic abuse increases Mm. during times of crisis. And I'm terribly worried that these warnings have not been heeded by this government that has long resisted adequate funding for the needed resources and refuges. Okay. jeez. Let's also not forget that the vast majority of people dying from COVID-19 are men. Way more men than women. Way more. So, yeah, it is a gendered crisis. Uh, Thanks for reminding us. I can't... At least they brought it. They brought it all, you know, full circle here. At least we brought gender into the uh, pandemic, which is mandatory. Now, if we could only bring race into it as well, that would be that would be awesome. Stand by, somebody's working on that right <laughs> okay, now. Okay, I hope so. Okay. I hope so because I'd be really disappointed if this somehow doesn't apply uh, as a racial issue as well. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We got another <clears throat> NASCAR iNASCAR event this weekend. Yeah, scheduled for Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Uh, the Texas Motor Speedway will be the home <laughs> of this particular iNASCAR race. Yeah, what is it? Noon Eastern, wrong. He's our go-to on NASCAR stuff. I guess they're going to start it earlier this week. Yes. So okay. they're all just getting on their simulators and uh, <laughs> and driving around the track. It was fun. It was fun. Uh, it's kind of cool. Sunday. Yeah. It looked pretty real too. I mean, absolutely, that was amazing. And you gotta, you know, you gotta judge when to go to the pits, change tires, stuff like that. It's cool. It's fun. Um, also, speaking of sports, Super Agent Scott Boris uh, it has an idea for the MLB season because obviously it's not gonna, it's not gonna. What was the today delay time? To, today, was today was well, it was supposed to start today originally. Yeah, and day. then they delayed it to Memorial April. Day. Memorial well, first Day. First, it was April sixth. And then Memorial Day. Now. now it looks like it's not going to happen Memorial Day either. Um, so now Scott Boris says, yes, there will be the coronavirus delay, but he's figured out a season. Okay. All right. All right. I'm listening. And they would play deep into the year, which means it okay. would also involve a lot of neutral site games. Huh. Uh, we have it all mapped out, Boris said. It's workable. <laughs> <clears throat> We've done climate studies. And in Southern California, the average temperature in December is 67 degrees, which is better than late March and early April in most cities. Uh-huh. We have 11 stadiums we could play postseason games in. Like neutral sites where it's warm. Okay. I'm going to get my neutral site World Series after all, he said. <laughs> That's what he wants. Uh, Boris has long been a proponent of playing the World Series, or at least the first two games of it, at a neutral site to give fans and corporate sponsors months in advance to plan travel, blah, blah, blah. In his scenario, the regular season would start either June 1st or July 1st. Okay. Then he mapped out plans for both. Um, in his June 1st proposal, it would you'd get the whole 162 games in. Yeah. If it starts July 1st, it'd be a 144 game season, which is still pretty. That's pretty decent. Yep. 140. That's not. That's not bad. 
I forgot, I think it's like 20 interleague games. I wonder if they would cut those out. Both of his scenarios involve the postseason taking place in December with the final game scheduled for December 26th. That means fans could get baseball <laughs> on Christmas Day. Okay, whatever, man. But then I, you're running into I don't care. college bowl games. I don't care. You're running into NFL don't games. Care. Don't care. No, you can't have baseball compete with football. It would lose terribly. No, wait, are you an American? It loses. Do it you, lose. Yes. If I don't care if it loses, but do you like options? Like if it's the if it's the um, pinstripe bowl uh-huh. or World Series game four, I'm watching the pinstripe. I don't bowl. care, but at least you have an option. Yeah. I'm watching the World Series. Mm-hmm. All right. Ugh. Unless Nebraska's in the pinstripe bowl, and then I'd pick that. I, I'll take any bowl, Nebraska. I but don't care any bowl. Obviously, you're not you're not playing in Chicago. You're not playing right. Minneapolis. You're He's not going to play in Boston. We got to find warm places, in, domes. Yeah, yeah, in November, December, because you just can't. So you you'd have to. That would be expensive for everybody to go to a neutral site in in the South uh, for all their games. Yeah. All the games at the end of the season would. Let's see. Major League Baseball has not publicly revealed any plan. Yeah, yesterday though, uh, the the commissioner just talked about all these options are on the table. One of the things Boris mentioned was uh, possibly a uh, seven inning games on double header days or whatever. Oh, okay. The commissioner said, "Nah, we want nine inning games." So, yeah, that's too that's too high schoolish. That's getting little league world series mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Uh they have proposed some are thinking about an 81 game regular season begin around begins around uh, July 1st and a postseason in October. So <sighs> that wouldn't be that bad either. What? I mean, you got half the season. No. Half the season. Ow. Come on. No, I'm 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 ready for December 26th game 7. Seriously, I want the whole thing. Anyhow, I know it's impossible. If you get any of it, you're going to be lucky. Oh, you talk about Overton window. Absolutely. Yeah. Give, give me another couple of weeks and I'll be like, 81 games. Cool. Whatever. Right. I'll take 20 games. All right. We'll do 20 games and then start the playoffs. I mean, I'll take Australian rules football <laughs> at this point. Oh, no. That just got stopped, too. I mean, seriously, give wow. me something. Yeah. There's, I mean, literally, there's no sports going on around the planet right now. Is cricket even still going on? Because last we heard, I think last week... Somebody told us cricket was still being played. Uh, of course, I don't know if that was... I don't know, because India is on lockdown. All three billion of their people or whatever it is. Yeah, so I doubt it. <laughs> three billion. <laughs> they have about 1.4. Sure. Uh, and then, and then what was the other thing? Oh, Russia. Is a Russian basketball league still playing? Is Putin trying to act like uh, Russia doesn't have any corona? Oh, I don't know. Are they playing? I don't know. They were. That's impressive if they are. That's kind of going against the flow. Just a little bit, right? Sure. Anyway, so uh, okay. let's, let's get something. Let's just, uh, we need something. Uh, and don't forget, we still have NHL and NBA got to finish their season in playoffs. Right. And and you know how it used to be like it was very strange. It was like a, a, a full eclipse or whatever when all four sports were playing at the same time. I think we're going to get a lot of those coming up when we get things going again. We're going to have all four mm-hmm. sports playing all at the same time around the clock. Yeah, yeah, bring, definitely. Bring it. Um, all right. You know, there is still a uh, Democrat presidential race going on. The primary is, is still that right? happening. That's I mean, a still a thing, huh? Kind of forgot about that, but yeah, it is a thing. And mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders is saying he still wants debates to happen. Uh, Joe says, no, you know what? I think we've had enough debates. I bet he has. I've had enough. (laughs) And you got to believe 
uh, he doesn't want to debate anymore. Why would he? Why yeah. would he want to debate? He's won this thing. Besides, he's staying busy sparring with himself. Yeah. So he doesn't need any opponents. So uh, Sanders will appear at the Democrat debate if it happens. Uh, he might be alone on the stage. Because, <laughs> again, Sanders says, nah, you know what? I think we've done this enough. And they've done it, what, 12 times? 11 or 12 times. Wow. He kind of has a point. Even if he weren't out to lunch right now, I would say that uh, you've had enough debates. I mean, I think we can decide at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get it. Bernie's a socialist. He hates billionaires and millionaires. Doesn't think there should be any. I, I get it. I got it. I don't want to hear from it anymore. Yeah. But now you might have somebody else that wants to get on that debate stage. Is yeah, it? there's a draft Cuomo <laughs> movement. <laughs> you saw this coming. You saw this coming two weeks ago when he started giving these great press conferences. Uh, Democrats are publicly talking about contingency off options for their July convention. Wow, would that even happen? Will you have a Democrat convention in July and risk having people with COVID-19 there? <laughs> Hadn't even considered that yet till I, just now. I'm sure that uh, Camp hmm. uh, Joe Biden is hoping there's no convention. Yeah. He wants to lay yeah. low and just coast to November now. Right. Just be appointed. Okay, you're the guy. You're the guy. And then go up against Trump. Some Democrats are openly talking up New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, whose profile has soared during the crisis. It really has. Uh, they're talking about him as a Biden stand-in. Yesterday, a draft Cuomo 2020 account on Twitter, Twitter account announced that the times have changed and we need Governor Cuomo to be the nominee. Our next POTUS must be one uh, with an ability to lead through this crisis, and and they think that's him. Mm. Charles Pierce, the politics blogger for Esquire magazine, wrote a piece headlined with two words. Andrew Cuomo established himself as the leader of this this country needs right now. Wait, that's more than two words. Yeah, what are the two words? I don't think the article even says it. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It starts out I mean, with two words. Andrew Cuomo established himself as the leader this country needs right now. Um, I'm not sure I mean, if you can count. Well, I mean, that's the, that's the title of the article, right? And, you know, if you're going to put that <laughs> phrase in it, maybe maybe work on word economy with your titles, too. Uh-huh. Uh, you said that there's a Twitter account uh, started up the other day, Draft yeah. Cuomo 2020. Yep. Okay, well, it's got... How many followers does it have? 328. Gonna need a little more oh, traction. 328? Well, there's a Draft Cuomo that has 57 Jeez. followers. Ooh. But I'm thinking it's the Draft Cuomo 2020 that you were... Yeah, that's talking. what I... Yeah. yeah. That was the... 328. So. Now, that's not overwhelming, exactly. But... A little underwhelming, as a matter of fact. We'll see what happens. It's a and, and let's not forget, year. as good as he's looked and, and he's given some praise to the president, let's let's not forget things like this. We're not going to make America great again. Mm-hmm. It was never that great. Oh, <laughs> I mean, oh. that even stunned Democrats That's, who were there listening I to mean, him. If he runs, Trump, there's your ad. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yes, there is your ad. Just just keep. Good luck with that. Buying that ad space with. That audio, that video, that's it. That's all you need. Plus, he's starting to show his nastiness again with Trump, too. So, um, you know, it was Mm short-lived. And he didn't. He had the chance to buy much more to be prepared for this. And now the president is uh, showing that 
that report that we were the most prepared country for a global pandemic uh, last year. Uh, right. Yeah. And he's... Which is really cool um, because the Democrats have been saying how awful this was and how little prepared, how ill-prepared we were. Not a, I'm, tr- I'm looking for who the author of that study was. Uh, do you remember? I don't remember right I'll offhand. Have to find it, yeah. But it was a big. It was a big deal. I need to check. Uh, okay, U.S. ranked best prepared country in the world for the pandemic, and it came from Johns Hopkins. I thought that. Okay. Not exactly Fox News. <laughs> United States was ranked the best prepared country in the world to face a global pan- pandemic in a study released by the Nuclear Threat Initiative and Johns Hopkins Center for Health and Security in late 2019. In the findings, they were detailed in the 2019 Global Health Security Index. Uh, They challenged the claims made by Democrats in recent weeks that the Trump administration left the country ill-prepared and dangerously vulnerable to the spread Mm. of coronavirus. Not true. Not true. We were ready. At all. All six categories were ranked high. Yeah. Uh, that's, That's great. And, of course, President Trump was holding a copy of the study yeah, okay. uh, yesterday at his press conference. Right here. Do we have time for the mama and the puppies? You want, you want a good feel-good puppy uh, do video I? Uh, in do the midst I? of this corona madness? Would I? Oh, look, they're feeding the little mama puppy. But you know what? She cares about her little... Look at this. She goes and lets him out of the cage. Let's them eat. How sweet is that? Look at that. Hey, save some for me. Save, say, excuse me. Save some for me. Look at this cute little mama dog watching her little puppies eat, and then they get done eating, and then uh, she gets ready to eat. Now it's her turn. It's a mama's turn. Wait, now the bowl's empty. I thought this was a feel-good video. Oh, come on, puppies. Dog Selfish. died 15 minutes later. What a really? sweet video. Thank you for oh, that. I didn't know that. Was great. It died? Thanks.